why you should spell out late fees in your contract. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What's happening? It's Eric J. Olson. Many, many years ago, when I was first about to go into commercial work all by myself, I really needed this one project to come through. It was about an $18,000 contract. And when I was speaking with my client, she was already a client, but this was going to be an extra project. She said, hey, Eric, I don't know if I can pay you every one of your invoices. Do you mind if I make payments over time and pay this off over time and carry a balance? And I was eager for the work. And I said, sure, no problem. Just pay me like, I forget what the number was. It wasn't much, but she could make payments. And then, you know, it would pay down the balance over time. And that's about as clear as I got on her payment plan. And what happened was she continued to request changes, which resulted in change requests. And the $18,000 grew into like $50,000. And since she was making payments, she could only pay off so much of that each time. And before I knew it, she owed me over $30,000. Now, this is someone who lives multiple states away someone I don't have a credit app on, someone I don't have credit card for a backup form of payment, someone I didn't have her driver's license. I don't. Even, I really don't even know who she is. I'm taking her word for it. And I've never seen her before. I've never met her. I realized I was incredibly vulnerable to losing out on this potential revenue. And so I, you know, I kind of hounded her and worked with her and she eventually paid me back. But I also realized that I had taken a huge risk if she was that backed up in paying me, then there's a great likelihood that she was backed up in paying other people too. So think about if you owed, say, $1,000 to me, and I wasn't charging you a late fee, and you owed $1,000 to your credit card company, and they were charging you a huge late fee. Right? What do they charge, like 18 25% of a late fee? It's massive late fees. There's usually like a one-time fee and then a very high interest rate thereafter. So you owe me. Again, I don't charge anything and the credit card, they do charge you. And you come across some money, right? Who are you going to pay off first? Well, if you're thinking financially, you're going to pay off the credit card first because every time you don't pay them off, you incur a little more and more fees. And so I realized that since I wasn't charging her a late fee, that I was at the back of the line in her priorities. She had to pay off other people potentially before paying me off. And I did not like that. Because again, she owed me over $30,000. Now she did make good. I got paid, which is awesome, but it was a risk. And I knew I had to implement late fees. And so we implemented late fees, but I didn't want to like tell prospects that in particular, I didn't want to like put it in their face that we were charging late fees. I just wanted to charge them uh, without having to like upset them during the sales process. So at first I didn't put it in the contract. It was in like, basically it wasn't anywhere. <laughs> and we just charged them late fees. But people kept asking, well, you, what's up with this late fee, Eric? You never told me there were going to be late fees. And they were right. And so I started to put it like an internal documentation, documentation that we didn't give to our clients. That didn't help the situation at all. It doesn't matter if you have something as an internal policy if you don't share it with the clients. So now we handle this in two separate ways. One is we have a client welcome packet. And it outlines a lot of our, if you will, client policies, things like, 
you need to pay us immediately by ACH. And if there's a late fee, you're going to get charged a certain amount on a regular basis. So that's in our client welcome packet, which we give to every single client. But a lot of them don't even read this. And I found this out because it used to be in our client welcome packet. We charge someone and then they complain that we never told them. So now we put it right in the contract. And there's a couple of bullet points with a little initial signature off to the right. They have to initial that they, well, they have to initial that spot. The intention is here's some very important bullets and policies. And if you initial it, your eyes were right there because you initialed it. If they don't read it at that point, I can't help them, you know? So anyways, it's in our contract. It's in black and white. They have to initial next to it. And ever since we did that, we haven't had anyone tell us they didn't know that we charge late fees. So we do charge late fees and we're very strict about it too, because I don't want to set the precedence that it's okay to pay us late. So we usually give a client one pass and then after that, we're charging them late fees. So late fees are our policy. There's a, a lot of really good reasons that I have found in my experience uh, why we do that. And we're going to continue to do it. And I want clients to be very, very aware of what the rules are. So it goes right in the contract. If you're thinking about implementing late fees, I would consider doing something very similar. I know it's scary the first time that you do it, that you put something like that in front of a prospect and you think it's going to kill the deal. But if that kills the deal, it was a fragile deal to begin with. You need to establish what your policies are and then let your prospects know before they become clients. Set that expectation early and that way you can enforce that expectation. How much more successful would you be if you could harness the experience of a group of successful business owners? Well, that is the exact group of people that we have in our business growth mastermind. Check out more information at ArrayMentors.com.